millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi. Hello. <clears throat> wow, <Sorry>. good. <laughs> right off the bat. That's great. I have a... I had a Mother's Day in my throat. Oh, did you? Well, it is awesome today. I'm a little tired, so maybe it doesn't feel like I feel like it's awesome. Are you going to say who you are? Does it matter? Are you trying to produce me? I'm trying to produce you. I'm the producer. I'm joined by producer usurper Meg. (laughs) trying to launch a coup in our own recording studio (laughs) you just follow my lead now say something (laughs) something okay good have a great week everybody okay you keep you keep leaning on the arm of my chair and ramming the other arm of my chair into the table something that i've been scolded for repeatedly yeah it's because i gotta get close to the mic do you yeah i don't i feel like your voice carries hush hush Keep it mm-hmm. down now. When we turn the recording off, I'm going to poke you in the throat. Why? Because you told me to hush. That's a song uh-huh. from the 80s. So is the one about poking somebody in the throat. I don't think that's a song. It is. I wrote it around the campfire in the militia group that I'm a member of. Wow. Okay. I'm not a militia group member, just in case anybody was like, I knew it. I'm not, actually. Okay. Um. Let's tell everybody a little truth that you found out this week. Okay. It's, it's a bit of a role reversal. It is. It, it was shocking even to me. And I will humbly celebrate you in this. Because, humbly? Yes. Or half-assedly? No, this is, this is full humility, full honesty. Okay. You and I were both infected with the same upper respiratory virus, a.k.a. common cold. Well, a.k.a. in fairness. It was the beginning, it was the potential beginning of the zombie apocalypse, but both of us fought it off. Yes, everyone feel free to thank us and send gifts of appreciation. Mm -hmm. We didn't let it spread. No, it was just me and you, somehow strangely, that got it. You got it a week before me, Mm -hmm. and you soldiered through it. And I I thought, this is very admirable. Not only did you... I thought you were going to say I sold my soul. (laughs) That's you. Well, that's obviously how you got it. Long ago. Long ago. (laughs) No, you soldiered through. You you fought bravely. You did not let it stop you. You didn't even complain about it, except mentioning off off the cuff sometimes that... uh, that you st- your nose just wouldn't stop running. That, but- and one time I was driving and found myself in an open field. Now, thank God I have a Jeep, and so it was no big whoop. The Jeep handled it fine, Did but the- I was just out in the middle of nowhere, just still driving at 40 miles an hour. Did the virus make you do that? Either the virus or being a Jeep owner. I'm oh, not, okay. I'm not okay. entirely sure which it was. It could have been both in cooperation. It doesn't have to be either or. Got it. 
So you you did. You it hardly slowed you down. You continued your work days. You did all of the Daisy pick up and drop off as per usual. Like it, it really was didn't even register. I cooked the meals and I didn't even yeah drip snot on any of it. It's true. I on the heels of you recovering got the same virus and it it almost knocked me flat for a few days. Almost. Almost okay. I was still up and about. I was still I still did three recordings last week and did my job, but I was complaining a lot. I was unhappy about it, and I even said, "Wow, you were better at being sick than I was." I think something happens during menopause where we traded roles. It's possible because historically you've been the one. That just handled sickness like it was a meal that you didn't enjoy. Let's be clear. I'm in perimenopause. Menopause happens when you haven't had your period for a calendar year. Okay? So we're still cycling over here, but we have all of the good time, fun stuff of perimenopause. Okay. Remind me to take a note later that when I want to be corrected, I'll wave a billboard that says, please correct me. Um, I think you and I both agree that words and language usage accuracy, it's important. We don't want well, to mislead anybody. The two of us agree on that when it's at your benefit. Oh, yes. I think you've corrected me a time or two. I've tried. You've rejected it every time. You're quite the rejector. In fact, in the Transformer world, you're known as Rejectus yes. Maximus. No, Corrector Maximus. Um, no, that's a, a yet another world that you've created for your own benefit. You are Correctus Prime. Ooh. Rejector Maximus and Correctus Prime. Is that my transformer name? It's both that and prior life Roman something. Okay, I like it. You would. I'm you gonna, would. Yeah, I'm going to put that on my business cards. I'm going to put it on your professional three-button logoed shirts that you wear every day for your business so everyone at the grocery store and laundromat will know exactly who you are oh my gosh hey last week we asked the question will it ever stop raining and this week it was definitively answered the for us answer was no no it will never stop raining yeah it's been a real soggy turd floater you even had to explain to at least one of your children what a turd floater even is it's true i've explained it before on this show so i won't do so again because i won't insult the good people by assuming they don't listen when spoken to <laughs> um you have crossed a major threshold yes outside of transformer names and roman names mm -hmm. it's yet a it's a third it's the trifecta it is of things and it has a three in it as well it does and that is why it's perfectly in the trifecta over on youtube youtube you have to high pitch to say you yes because it's not my tube that's right or me tube that's true the sort of awesome youtube <laughs> channel mm-hmm once you delete it off that old trash that I put on there? Well, I didn't delete it. I did hide it, though. Same thing. I saved it for posterity, because what if our kids wouldn't go back and see those old episodes when we're... When you have me... Old and dead. ...poisoned and killed off in the next six months' time, they can go back and see images of Daddy. <laughs> 
law enforcement will make me turn over all those hours past <laughs> YouTube for clues. No wonder she killed him. Let's just let this one ride. <laughs> um, no, but you, you enjoyed that, <laughs> that way uncomfortably too much. I'm a little concerned now. I'll be sleeping in the Jeep. Um, I wouldn't when it's raining like this. Lola has a propensity oh, for yeah. spitting. Here's the the beautiful compromise with Lola. Lola the Jeep has, what do they call it? The one-touch sky, sky top? Sky top. Sky top, which is, it's a convertible top inside the hard top, which is... 99% of days, it is, there is nothing worth as much as this. Because I don't have to take the top of the Jeep off. I hit a button and a motor rolls the roof back. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm I'm topless without having to take my shirt off. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. But when she sits out in a torrential downpour, occasionally the little drain holes of where things are get clogged with tree pollen or something. And then when I take off and her afterwards, she pees water out of the side all over my, in fact, on the way to my second trip to the store today to satisfy all of the holiday needs, um, she actually projectile spit it out of the roof directly into my crotchal region. It oh, looked no. like I peed myself. Oh, no. You didn't even tell me that. I went into the warehouse store just like, what? <laughs> you guys don't pee your pants on rainy days? I didn't even know that happened. I'm so yeah. sorry. It was it was not my finest moment. <laughs> I bet you did have a look on your face like just daring somebody mm-hmm. to ask you about I it. I held my hands down all aggressively pointing at it like, say something. <laughs> The crazy look in my eye, and I already have a crazy beard and mustache, so it was effective. Yeah, I bet it was. Um, okay, wait, before we talk more about that, I do want to say that on YouTube, we ha- now have um, an awesome, sort of awesome channel 300 subscribers. Three Hunsky. Yes, we're a third of the way to monetizing. Give or take. Yeah, give or take. What is it? A thousand, yeah, a thousand. subscribers. So, so yeah. hey, hey, listen almost here. Almost a third of the way. <laughs> Anybody who's been lazy, that's not effing awesome. Get off your ass and click subscribe so yes. that she can have a so that she can make twenty cents a month on a <laughs> YouTube channel. It's not why we're doing it, but bragging rights are bragging rights. <laughs> that's right. And please redeem me and my work in the eyes of our. Creator, children. children. Uh, in the eyes of our twins, especially, who think it is very <sighs> genuinely sad. Yeah, they threw some serious shade your way when they were like, how many, sub- oh, yeah. that's how many subscribers? Yeah, did I tell that on here or not? I, I don't, I no, I just think you told me. Okay. Which is kind of, I mean, you only talk to me twice a week. One is to tell me to get the hell out of your bed, and the other is to... <laughs> be on this show. So yeah. I could see how you'd make that mistake. Sure, 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 sure. But you also mentioned it as you were telling me to get the hell out of the bed. Um, I was talking with JK. I'm not allowed to sleep in the master bed. That's untrue, patently. Oh, no. She forgot to do her thing where she puts it on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. We got all kinds of notifications <laughs> yeah. going on there at once. I feel very notified. Good. 
Um, this was this happened weeks ago. I think maybe I told it, but I'll tell it again. I was talking to JK about being on YouTube, and he was like, "How many subscribers you have?" And I was like, "We're almost to 300." And he was first he was going to say 300 million, but then he like caught himself like, "No, that's that's not that can't that be right." And he's like, "300k," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "No, no, no, just the 300." <laughs> Oh, then he felt bad. You could yeah, see. Yeah, he actually went to adoration and lit a candle and prayed for you. It was it was very kind. <laughs> Jesus, help my mommy with her YouTube channel. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's how we got to 300. <laughs> He's not a good prayer, obviously. <laughs> okay, today is Mother's Day as we record. It's Mother's Week. You've decided this, not me. It felt like a week today. That's oh, okay. why. Not because I don't like to celebrate you, but I, and I'm not saying this to. I was going to brag on to you. Pat myself on the bum bum. Okay, but I worked hard today. You have worked like an absolute animal. Animals. I was going to say work like a dog, but dogs are dogs don't work. None of our dogs. None have of our ever dogs worked. do. I've seen a working dog before. Okay, you worked like a working dog. Okay, you, from the time. Well, maybe I guess you woke up pretty early, far earlier than yes. I did. I don't know if you you were like working, working, but yeah, not I did. Working I on did Mother's Day work, stuff. Work. So, well, okay, let's hear it. Here's the here's the story of a man whose name wasn't Brady. Okay, his name was Kyle. Mm-hmm. Brady would be a good first name. Yeah. Okay. If we have another boy child, we'll name him Brady. That's not going to happen. So just well, you maybe, say that, Perry. Maybe for our next. Who's Perry? You, Perry Menopause. Okay. Uh, maybe for our next pet, we we'll use the name Brady. I'm not having any more pets. I've decided that. Well, and I've not. I'm not having any more children. Okay. We'll so. get a. We'll get a cockatoo, and we'll name it Brady. Mm-hmm. It'll live on the porch, so when it poops and flaps its wings, it doesn't get on the nice things in the house. That's fair. What did you do when you woke up at four this morning? I woke up at four. Actually, I woke up at three fifty-six. That's when I got out of bed. It's weird. I know. I just pretend like I'm in the. Atlantic time zone, oh. and that it was an hour later. Atlantic is... What? Yeah, Atlantic is two it's hours. two hours? Ahead. Okay. Well, yeah. whatever. One me, of the other. You made me question the globe and What's, uh, the reaches of time and space. Is it Eastern, then? Eastern, Okay. Yes. Well, either one. Either one made me feel better than about getting up at that time central. But I did. I was just awake and I know me, and I know there's no point in going to sleep. So when I get up, whatever time it may be in the mornings, my general procedure is to go downstairs, make a delightful pot of mocha pot coffee. If you've never done that, you've cheated yourself, yeah. and probably a few people that you know as well. For sure. Get a mocha pot. It's easy. Do it. I do that, and then I read through a few news sites and things on the phone. Well, it was at... Let's call it 412 this morning. Let's call it. Um, you want to call the episode? Let's call it like we're calling this baseball game due to all the incessant rain. Oh. You yeah. think the episode's over? You want it to be over? No. We are. We take our lead from Taylor Allison Swift. She performed in the pouring down she rain did. in Nashville. She so did. So we can, we can keep it going inside the I saw photos. I didn't even subscribe to that channel, and I got all the photos. Oh, I'll do you one better. I'll show you some vids. I don't want to see the vids. Okay. If that's okay. All right. Let's get back to 415 this morning. Okay. 412. That was, it was about 412 when I had that jolting shock moment. Once again, I've had it like six times 
in the last 10 days. But good God, it's Mother's Day. Because Mother's Day was so late this year, but it really finally was Mother's Day. It finally was. (laughs) And I began to formulate plans, but then I couldn't. I just couldn't put a plan on it. And I didn't know until hours later when normal humanity began to arise in our home that you were in the mood for something seafood-like. Now, listen, I don't want to... I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's hard to find good seafood in a landlocked state. Yeah. It just is. It is. But I found some only moderately spoiled lobster tails. No, that's not right. <laughs> they were delicious. Well, because we did a lot to help them. Yeah. Um, I, I, but I couldn't put – just my mind wouldn't work today. I couldn't put together a meal proper. Okay. So – Hey, get out of jail free card. When you can't put together a meal proper, you know what day it is? It's charcuterie day. Yes. And you went full fancy charcuterie. We did we did three cheeses. We did toasted uh what was it? Onion something, Onion sourdough, sourdough yeah. bread, toasted like skillet toasted in butter. So it was delectable and delightful. A very nice blue cheese. Oh my gosh. Um, I did Italian sausage, like actual, not pre-made, but yeah, like meat department, butcher shop Mm -hmm. made sausage, cooked that, sliced that up. A couple of filets, thinly sliced, that all available. A couple lobster tails, cooked a delightful uh, garlic Butter sauce. Don't forget the mushrooms. Oh, I did a, a, a great thing, always a great thing, always, is to throw a stick of butter, a little olive oil to keep the butter from burning in the skillet, melt that down, throw in onion, get it caramelized, and then, and preferably sweet onion, like a Vidalia, although yellow will work. But I wouldn't go with reds on those. No, don't do that. Get those caramelized, throw in... Mushrooms, shiitakes, whatever you can get your hands on. Um, I used a little mushroom ketchup Mm. in there, poured a little red wine in there as well, reduced that down, and then finished off with just a little cream in there with it. Good. So a lot of of one-offs that were pretty decent and pretty decent when they were mixed all together. It was the best Mother's Day brunch ever. I felt like I was in the most she-she. No. Okay. The most bougie of restaurants, mm. except I was, I, I'll tell the journey of my morning here in a moment, but I was fully in my pajamas having freshly showered. Yeah, I was going to say hair was it's wet. not like you were in your pajamas because you hadn't done no, anything. No, no, I was in my pajamas fresh from the shower with wet hair, not a stitch of makeup on. The pajamas on. were not fresh from the shower. No, no. You were fresh from the, the shower. The lady was fresh from the shower. Yes, yes. But it was truly good. I Perry was... shower. <laughs> Pause. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Please do. Um, I, now I can't remember what I was going to say. It was, oh, I felt like I was having a what about Bob moment. I just kept making very demonstrative sounds. That blue cheese was magical. It was okay? an excellent blue cheese. It was so great. Especially for like a prepackaged yes because it, it wasn't it wasn't like fresh from wherever they make blue cheese just in borderline saran wrap it was no. a packaged blue cheese but it was very good so i would take like a little sliver of the onion sourdough toast 
slather on some blue cheese, top it with the mushroom. We were calling it mushroom sauce, so I don't know what it's Mushroom like. onion like stuff. Mushroom compote. I don't yeah. know what a oh. compote is, but it feels like it was it a compote. It feels compote And then a sliver of that steak filet mm-hmm. on top. That was so good. Super rare. Super rare filet. It was crusted and still mooing on the inside. Delicious. And you worked your butt off. And that was one trip to the store, made the whole brunch. Then you had planned to go to the warehouse earlier, but Mm -hmm. the aforementioned Mm -hmm. rained. Yes, it was a a downpour. And I thought, when I first pulled up to the warehouse, that was the first place I went when I left the house this morning. And it was downpouring. Like, the most irritating thing to me that we get at the warehouse, that we have to get at the warehouse, is cases of water. I mean, we don't have to do it. No, we, we choose to. We kind of have to. We choose to. Our people refuse to drink if it's not out of a bottle. And you have a philosophical opposition to Brita filters, so... That's not just... true. That's patently not true. That's Perry not true. Perry water pause. Then here's my challenge to you, monsieur. Aye. This summer, let's quit buying the water bottles... Get a Brita filter. Everybody's just got to drink Brita water all summer. That's no challenge to me. I only drink from the bathroom sink anyway. (laughs) You do regularly, (laughs) and it bothers me to this day. (laughs) But, I mean, for whatever it's worth, you haven't had a cavity since I've known you. It's true. It's all the fluoride in that (laughs) It's like super concentrated in the the bathroom sink. That and the chlorine (laughs) keeps my pipes clean. (laughs) Okay. Um, so all of that to say, you did the, and you, you pulled up to the warehouse. It was pouring yeah, it and was you were pouring. like, no, no, she's I not going to do this today. I would encourage everybody to have this moment now and again in their lives. As I sat in the Jeep, I'd even turned it off. I'd, I'd done all the things and it was just pouring down. And I thought to myself, self, this is going to involve getting four cases of water, uh-huh. which is literally what we go through in a week for yeah. the seven of us, and pushing a a flatbed cart in the pouring rain yeah. out to my vehicle, loading that up, and then doing the and unloading then- process at my home in the pouring rain. And I said to myself in that moment, "Hey, I don't have to be, I don't have to be the guy." That does all of these groceries in the pouring rain. Yep. And so I turned, I, I hit the ignition button because, you know, I'm high tech. I don't have a key anymore. I have a fob now. I'm a, I'm a Fabio type guy. I don't know. Um, and I just went and got the stuff for the charcuterie at a different store. And the, But then later the rain stopped, and so then I was like, damn it. Tonight. And that's when Lola peed on your pants. That's when Lola peed on my pee-pee. I, I like to think that you, like, fishtailed out of the parking lot when it was your first trip this morning. I might have, <laughs> but that doesn't require water or rain yeah. or anything. Sometimes Lola's just like, let's get it. <laughs> well, this morning I got up and uh, took some laundry to the laundromat because... The past few days. Because that Mother's Day discount. No, there's no discount. There's no discount. They hate mothers there, in fact. No, but I do need to go pick it up here in a little bit because I think the people are out of underwear. I usually go on Mondays. People can double up on the Mondays. Well, I usually go on Mondays and Thursdays, but I just got completely off kilter last week. Well, because it was Mother's Week. Yeah, okay. Perry Mother's Week. Pause. So I did that. I ran a few errands with 
Nicholas Augustine Heats, which is, you know, it's not the most efficient way to run errands, but it's I did like it. walking backwards with a blindfold on. Yes. And a fire somewhere. Got home and I knew that the, the doglet, the puppy, the pity puppy, she was going to need a walk or else she's a monster to live with. And sometimes soils in the home when it's raining outside. Yeah, she hasn't done that in a while. Because she doesn't doesn't like to go outside when it's raining. Um, So I took Izzy. When I first left with her, it was barely sprinkling. Mm. But by the time we got home, it was a full-on downpour. It was a real rainstorm. A Perry rainstorm. It was. Pause. I'm doing much better this Mother's Day than last year. Last year, I couldn't stop crying on Mother's Day, the first one. Without my mom here. It was fresh. Yeah, very Raw. fresh. Yeah. It was like two months after she had passed away. Yeah. This year I had one nice little cry in the rain. If you need to cry where you don't particularly want people commentating on you, just yeah. do it in the rainstorm. While Even you're the dog. country music will tell you about blue eyes crying in the rain. There we go. Except my eyes are... Green. And I got them from my mother. So see, it all works together. So you took your mother's eyes into the rain. <laughs> I did. Inconsiderate. And you know what's really inconsiderate? I didn't have the I know a lot eye, of things. I didn't have the green eye fortitude to pass on the green eye gene to any of my children. It's true. It's been a big letdown for all the kids. They've looked around and been like, why we got them dookie browns like dad? No one is more let down than me. And one of them doesn't. Nico. That's His true. eyes are literally blue crying That's in the rain and crying. He's technically not my child. Blonde hairs and blue eyes. Yeah, he's definitely your child. No, he's the fourth Reich. He's his own Hitler's youth. He is the prototypical child that Adolf was looking for. Mm-hmm. Which I look nothing like. Not but to mention do, the like, fact that my ancestors were, in fact, the persecuted Jewish people who of were that German. Time. Who yeah, were German? German Jews. So get it. Your son looks German. Well, except that no, because there were plenty of Germans that were killed. In fact, yeah, that's kind the of the vast whole thing. swath of them that were killed were Germans. Yeah, but you you do see. Did you though, ever read a book? Oh, take a swing. I Bring it on. Bring you. it on. Um, all of that to say. My ribs are bruised. He looks exactly like you, just someone redid the coloring. Everything else is the same. I don't know about that. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't read, and I just read. Never mind. What's uh, what's next later. on the list? Couple lunch of, with a friend? Yeah, I had lunch with a friend last week, my friend Stephanie. It wasn't me. You, if you wanted to go out to lunch with me, I would go Here's, anytime. You are no. not a lunch eater, and you also don't like to go out to eat. I'm not a lunchy, is what they say. That's the lingo. I'm not a lunchy. But here's the thing: you don't want to have lunch with me. That's untrue, patently untrue. It's I've asked you. It's Perry true. Pause. Multiple times. Multiple are you never suggestions. Gonna, no, I'm just going to let you keep doing it. It's only nod. to you at this point. <laughs> Um, I have asked you on multiple occasions. That is untrue. That is very no. untrue. Yeah, that's how much that's how much weight you give to my lunch invitations. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped asking mm-hmm. a while ago because I always got a turned down. Quantify, qualify. Probably that. two years ago, I stopped asking. Okay, well, one bullshit. Two, it was like a decade ago. No, anyway, and I'm, I'm a lot different. I'm a different man than I was a decade ago. Anyway, I'd make you lunch. 
yes, that's fine. But I like to go out to lunch. Mm-hmm. I am out to lunch. You are out to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't say it, I, I was there to provide it. Woo! Um, I went out to lunch with my friend Stephanie. We went to this Lebanese place mm-hmm. in uh, a part of downtown in Oklahoma City known as Automobile Alley. Yeah, it's because... It's an alley, and there's automobiles that are rotting and rusting and mm-hmm. things. So the name of the place is called Saj. Thanks for just sidestepping all that. I You're was just... trying to get to the point of my story. S A J. I'll let you. I'll just keep talking while you belch like an ape. Um, Saj S A J. Across the little hallway. Spell it one more time because that's the second time you spelled it. Across the hallway, there is a what? Did I tell you? Were you paying attention to my story? Yeah, there was a homeless camp. Nope. Wrong. Try again. And they were all smoking cigars. It is a cigar place, a cigar lounge. Lounge. And, and it's owned by the same people. Yeah. So if you like to eat and smoke cigars, I personally do not. Some people do. When have you tried? Um, Never. Okay. Then Have you tried? Slow your roll. Um, I think I've probably eaten while I was smoking at some point, but not like a full-on meal. Right, I know. But what I was going to say is they told us at the counter at Saj that you could, if you knew anyone who liked to smoke cigars, they could go over to Ash and like smoke a cigar and then order food from Saj and they'd bring it across. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the lunch was delicious. It was fantastic Lebanese food. There was hardly anyone there, I'm sad to say, but Stephanie and I felt like we had the place to ourselves, and we had a nice lunch catching up on all kinds of things. Did you know, did you know that when people catch a, let's call it a head rush from nicotine, yeah, sometimes affiliated with cigars, mm-hmm. do you know what causes that? I do know, but do you want me to pretend like I don't? Mm-mm. Low blood sugar. Exactly. Well, no. Not low blood sugar. Okay. It is a blood sugar thing where mm-hmm. the nicotine and the blood and the sugar and things are agitating. I, I wish I could claim that I'm the one that discovered and came up with all of this. There's a fellow whose name is Brian or Brion, if you're in the Latino culture. Um, what? No? You don't believe that? That's possible. I believe that's how they pronounce it. Okay. He has no longer a YouTube channel because he got tired of YouTube's garbage. I think he's on Rumble or something now. Um, Cigar Obsession is the name. He's been doing this for well over a decade, and he's I'm probably his obsession. I'm probably desperately understating his commitment to the delights of cigars. Okay. Um, tons of reviews and all of that. Does a lot of stuff. Anyway. He's the one that I heard originally talk about this because on occasion, as he's doing a cigar video, hit something will be a little harsh for him. He's not a he's not a quote unquote heavyweight yeah. on these things, and he has discovered that at any moment of a nicotine induced like you're feeling a little flighty, a little head rushy, whatever, that if you'll eat a teaspoon of sugar, that it I'm gonna. There, throw you yeah. the dad snap down. Yeah. It, it it quelches it. Squelches it? Quelches. Quelches it. Very good. Everyone's quelching now. Everyone take a moment and quelch. <laughs> we'll meet up in a few moments. 
I would like to posit that quelch is actually a more cringy word than moist is. Really? Yeah. What about crotch? I have told you before I like the word crotch. I think you it's hilarious. Love crotch. <laughs> Meg will quelch a crotch in a hurry. Right? Something? I don't know. Why'd you glare at me? No, I'm not. I'm not glaring at you. That's the episode title. Oh, here we go. Crotch quelching. Yes. Five reasons why you must crotch quelch now. Why you've been missing out on crotch quelching. There's all kinds of clickbaity titles you could come up with here. (laughs) We need to talk about crotch quelching. (laughs) Um, Okay. Six things your mother never told you about. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. We live in an amazing time where those type of titles are what they are. I would click on that. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) I knew my mom dropped the quelching ball. Tell me more. Okay. I want to skip ahead because you were just talking about cigar, tobacco, nicotine. Okay, okay. Tell the story about how I learned something new this week. Okay, okay. We We had a conversation about snuff. Yes. Not snuff films. Not snuff film. Not or snuffing people no. out. No, no, no. no, no. Um, snuff is a tobacco product as yes. well. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Did you know what it was before? thought I did. Okay. Well, I thought, if I may. You may. I thought all smokeless tobacco products, all of them, were also casually known as snuff. And that's not unfair because there are, like, Copenhagen is calls itself snuff. Okay. It's not, technically. Okay. Not proper, not historically. Controversy. Controversy, indeed. Um, so when you talk about smokeless tobacco in today's day and age, more properly, you're talking about dip, Mm. not snuff. Mm -hmm. And it could be long cut, fine cut. It could come in pouches. It could be any number of things. And I know this because I've been a long time participant in that. Mm -hmm. Um, but snuff, true, proper historical snuff is powder like if the wind blew when you opened it, half of the can- half of the container might blow away. It is powder. When you, if you splay your fingers and thumb apart on your hand, and you look right at the base of your thumb as it enters into your wrist, there's two tendons there, mm-hmm. and there's a little indentation. Yes, 
that is referred to as the anatomical snuff box. There you go. Because historically, people would take that powdered snuff and dab the... It's like a cylinder, a can, but a cylinder. They would dot, dot, dot and get some in there and then... (laughs) snorted up the old nostrils. It was the precursor to Coke. Yeah, indeed. I've actually used it. It was, oh my gosh, almost 30 years ago. Wow. Now, I was in high school. Uh Uh-huh. And while, yes, there is a nicotine component, and I think that's probably why it was done um, ever, it's yeah. pretty visceral and like your nose runs mm. and because you just snorted brown powder, your nose looks like diarrhea running out of your head. Okay. It's disgusting. Yeah. I think that's why we were talking about it, it was when I was suffering from my yeah, yeah. cold. Yeah. We got to talking about remedy. I offered snuff. I would go find a can of proper snuff or yeah. snooze as the, as the people in the know say. It's news, really? Yeah. S-N-U-S. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not enjoyable. It's not pleasurable to me. Other, I'm not judging anybody that finds it so. And hey, by golly, everybody ought to try for themselves if they're interested. Okay. I'd rather have a cigar. All right. And a teaspoon of sugar. <laughs> uh, another quick note. There was a... a Little dog on the loose. Ooh, we had a we had a real interesting moment. Yeah, with animal interactions. Yeah, dog on the loose. Uh, I first interacted with dog? it. No, not our dogs. Uh, when I went to take the trash out early one morning, and a dog came running up to me, and it mm-hmm. scared the holy hell out of me. Anytime a dog's running it. at you, yes. and it's not your dog. And it's not, but I had a weird brain, like, trying to process information because this dog looked very similar, not identical, but similar to Izzy. Mm -hmm. And I was confused because this dog was running from a neighbor's yard, and I didn't know what was happening. Anyway, freaked me out. Andy bought you lunch at a Lebanese place, and you both had cigars. (laughs) All's well that ends well. Yeah. Um. Further inspection and interaction revealed this was a boy dog. Mm-hmm. He had a peener. And it was prominent. It was, he was presenting. No one had quelched that crotch. It's true. It was unquelched. Yes. <laughs> um, and yet still fully crotched. <laughs> yes. So it was all just very alarming. And we couldn't figure out. We'd never seen it before, but you went out to kind of like figure out what was going on with it, and it was super well, friendly. What you failed to mention yeah. is that after your first brief encounter, and then you realized he wasn't there to eat you and all of that, and you tried to come in the house, he desperately oh, yeah. tried to follow as though it yes. were his home too, and yes. our dogs lost their absolute shit. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of that is true. And so you came down to investigate? Yes, because when you hear shit loss as the home, the man of the house, by role, not necessarily by gender, you're like, well, I guess I got to go die for the family now. And so I came downstairs. Yeah. It's like, 
What the hell? Yes, this was all before seven o'clock in the morning. It was, yeah, yeah, that's when all the things happen in our home is before seven. Yes, that's when we had the home invader years ago, it was well before seven. I know. So you went out to see what was going on, and the he made immediate friends with me. Yes, he didn't, he didn't try to touch me with his crotch, or that would have ended the friendship. Yeah, he was a sweet, sweet dog. The other neighbors later were trying to figure out what was going on, if anyone knew where he came from. Um, One of our neighbors, this was later in the morning, came and knocked on our door to see if it was our dog or if we maybe, I think she was low-key hinting. Yeah. Do you want a dog? You have all these dogs. Don't you think one more wouldn't make that much difference? (laughs) Get him out of our yard. (laughs) We're full up on dogs. Yeah, this particular neighbor, they don't have a fence around their backyard. so this. But they do have a chicken coop in the middle of... Yeah. <clears throat> the most populous city in the state. Yeah, we've referenced that before. Um, anyway, I suggested to her that she posted on Nextdoor. She didn't have the Nextdoor app. She's quite a bit younger than us. Well, and, and to be fair, there are Neanderthals. Let's just put it out What, there. the Nextdoor app? No, that neighbor. No, they're not. They're no, they're perfectly not. fine. Perfectly um, normal thoughts. I don't know if she ever ended up putting it on there, but later I went to check to see if she did. And somebody in like a neighborhood, probably, how far do you think Jefferson Park is from here? I like even, five miles? I've never even heard of Jefferson Park. Anyway, way, a ways Thomas down. Jefferson? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that's who it's named after at all. A ways oh, down. Bill. Bill Jefferson. I know Bill. Do you? We used to work at the Five and Dime together. Mm-hmm. At TGNY. <laughs> at TGNY. We, yes, you bet we did. Green light specials and all. Someone in a neighborhood a ways down from us had posted a picture of that same dog saying, anybody lose this dog? And in the comments, I noticed people were saying, oh, that dog runs around Oklahoma City all the time. Oh, he doesn't have a home. We got a real... A real player. He relies on the kindness of strangers. Running around throwing that pink thing in all the neighborhoods. Apparently so. He's generous with it. It might be Izzy's biological father. We don't know. They they look disturbingly alike. When I was when I was by force becoming his friend, he yawned and it had that wide open mouth as he did so, and it. He was related to maybe more than one of our dogs. I don't know. They all have that same it's that terrier thing. Dog. Yeah. Um. Okay. You sent me a video clip last I night. I did. I did. Andrew, I think it's Bustamante. Now, which I can't remember now because I've seen several things. Which clip? Who's the host? A man, a gentleman named Lex Friedman. I okay. Believe? Yeah. Yeah. F R I D M A N. Now, Lex is interesting in and of himself. I believe he is still somehow affiliated with MIT. Okay. I've not done all of my homework on that. He's uh, he's an interesting, if not mildly troubled, but overcoming it person. He's a fascinating guy. He has a very popular podcast. Okay. Andrew has been, Andrew Bustamante has been on several different podcasts that just even I've come across in my natural not listening to podcast life. Um, He's been on Sean Ryan's show. I think he has his own podcast too. Okay. 
In fact, if you'd like to have him Why on your podcast, you could probably have him. looking at me like for confirmation. This is a world of you've, podcasts. You've I done no, so you've done no homework other than just oh, you sent this video. Hell yeah! Okay, well, welcome. You're the producer. Happy, damn it! Happy Mother's Day. Yes, thank you. Okay. You sent me the clip because for a very specific reason, but I want to I want to finish outlining this. Okay. Andrew was career Air Force. When he was getting out of the Air Force, he thought he was going to go be um, in the Peace Corps. In the Peace Corps, and as he was filling out his Peace Corps app, and this would have been two thousand seven. Was it seven or four? Seven. I watched it okay. last night. Well, in that realm, in that realm, give or take a few years, whatever. Um, literally on his rudimentary computer in a lab because he didn't have his own, and not everybody did back then. A notice came up on the screen that said you may be somebody that could have other government employment. If you're interested, don't complete this application. Did you comprehend or hear why? Well, from what I can remember, because I, I wasn't super like memorizing each detail of this, although I did remember it happened in 2007. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the ultimate point he was making is that the intro to becoming part of the CIA is your capacity to follow instructions and be controlled, honestly. Yes, absolutely. And that is part of it. Okay. But the importance of why he couldn't complete the Peace Corps application is because at the global level, there are some things still, even still today, there are some things sacred And what is honored by the U.S. and recognized by everyone in the world is that anybody involved with a true operation like Greenpeace Mm -hmm. or with clergy, the intelligence agencies have promised and honored to the world that will never be a spy. Oh, okay. So when those people want to come in, we're promising you they are not a spy. And you will promise that you will not mess with them. Okay. Fascinating. And so he could not complete the Greenpeace application, or that would have ruled him out Uh from the opportunity to be in the CIA. So he paused. He ended up in the CIA, now is retired, also married to, and he's only only mid-40s. 42, I think, at the time. Married to, also now, a former CIA operative. He runs a uh, – what's the name? Did you see the name of his, his business now that he runs? Mm-mm. Is it Everyday Spy? Does that sound familiar? It could be. I don't Something remember. like that. He did a bit of consulting for corporate America. Now kind of just has his own flat-out gig on things. Yeah. I don't – and I'm sure the same is true for you. I don't agree with everything that I've heard him say, but what I appreciate – deeply is that there is an absolute process that he follows to evaluate and to come to a perspective. Yes. So whether I agree with it or not, I can appreciate that he came to a a perspective very methodically and that he's very open to conversations about that. Now in this particular clip, long walk and I, sorry, not sorry, everyone The clip I sent to you, I sent to you because Mm -hmm. he started speaking to 
the CIA's raging interest in what? MBTI, also known as the Myers-Briggs Temperament Instrument. Is that what he called it, or did he call it MBPT? No, it's MBTI. Okay. Well, either way. It's Myers-Briggs, okay? there There were four initials, and two of them rhymed with Myers and Briggs. You love Myers and Briggs. I do. And that's how you pronounce it, Myers and Briggs. No, I, you do. I don't. No, I don't. I, in fact, only pronounce it on mic. Any other time in my life, I refuse to say it. Hang on. I call it Mary Butler or Marco Bolo. <laughs> I'm looking this up because now I feel caught off guard. I'm pretty sure it's what I oh, said. Oh, Myers-Briggs Tyson type indicator. Okay. But that's not what he referenced. I swear to God, that is what he called it. Okay. MBTI. Well, and I, I dare I anyone. It. I, I dare anyone to follow the links in the show notes. Oh, there'll be links in the go I shall be proven listen right. Listen to this episode and then you you pick your side. My now, rightness will be no, celebrated by all. As you pick your side and who you're going to be with, that there's repercussions. Whichever <laughs> way you pick, you're going to have somebody, either Meg or I, that's declared you as an enemy of the state. Yeah. And you have to decide for yourself which one of those feels more threatening. You will have ops, as the kids say. Ops? Yeah. Should we make AJ stop playing her game so she can tell us what ops are? No, I think she'd be appalled. It stands for your opposition. Okay. Yeah, I just taught you some Gen Z lingo. You should be thankful. I feel very Gen Z-tastic. Yeah, okay. You can tell by my enthusiasm. You sent me this clip because you know of my deep lifelong interest. Not lifelong. Obsession. um, In in fact, it is lifelong. More than a decade long. Your first words as an infant. And you spoke early. (laughs) Or, Myers Briggs. That is so dumb. It was. Even your parents were concerned. Is she an idiot? <laughs> That's junk science. <laughs> no, I do. I I, I genuinely do speak Myers-Briggs like a second language. Mm-hmm. I can't stop myself. And one thing I loved about what Andrew said, he talked about how there's a lot of debate about if your MBTI type can change over time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He and I are of the opinion that whatever your type is, is what it is, though you may express it in different ways throughout your life. Yeah, yeah. And Lex, the host, was saying, I don't really understand the different things. Um, I know there's like E and I. Well, Lexi didn't even say that. I thought he did. Okay. I'm willing to concede to that. He was talking about he knows, you know, that E and I and extrovert and introvert. But Andrew went on to explain that. You can be talking to someone, once you know MBTI fairly mm-hmm. well, you can talk to someone, interview them, experience them in real life situations, and you can figure out the quote unquote, he calls it code, mm-hmm. of what their personality type is. I've been able to do this for a long time. You have. When Andrew was talking about this, I was like, my soul brother. I'm in the CIA and I didn't know. <laughs> I love it. Nobody told me. <laughs> It's so secret. I didn't even know. Um, he's an ENTP. Okay. I'm I was going to e- ask. He, I'm an ENFP. And ENTP and ENFP see the world remarkably the same way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the big letter difference being F and um, 
T. He's yeah. a thinking type. And a thing and teeing type. are two very different activities. Which is just to say that in a decision-making circumstance, he would use black and white objective fact to make mm-hmm. a decision. I would use an internal code of values to make a decision. And, but otherwise we really, we, we gather information the same way. Like mm-hmm. ENTP and ENFP have the same um, cognitive processes in the mm-hmm. same order. And so we really do experience the world really remarkably the same way, except for that TNF thing. I did some very soft Googling or duck, duck going. I can't remember which thing I used for searching mm-hmm. about Myers-Briggs CIA and apparently ENTP. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. It's not that that's the only personality type that the CIA hires, but that's their favorite. Really? Yeah. I find that fascinating. I did too. I did too. Yeah. And, and as I reflected then upon all the things I'd heard him talk about and say that he'd done and experienced, it was like, oh, I can see how this is this is the person that fits the program. Yes. Uh, and either because he talked about two very different assignments. One, when he was assigned to third world countries, that when you're involved there, you're it's like, here's the objective. Get it done. We don't give a care about how or whatever. Just do it and get it done. Mm-hmm. Versus when you're quote unquote, I guess, stationed or whatever, more in a first world atmosphere, then there's a tremendous about amount of importance placed upon the how okay. you get things done. Mm-hmm. And you may have to slow down and get everything approved along the way. But then in either instance that that personality type functioned quite well. It was a very transitional type of person. I believe that. Which would, of course, then justify if that is, in fact, their favorite personality type as to why, because you'd be a very versatile For sure. Um, asset. I don't know what the lingo is. I think that's right. One thing that I really appreciated about his description of um, some of the differences in the letter pairs mm-hmm. in Myers-Briggs And I really appreciate this coming from a a P-type as he is, as I am. He's talking about the difference between judging and perceiving, judging types as you are, J-types. It's not about making a moral judgment. It's about, he just kind of casually said, you know, J's, like he's married to a J, are judging as opposed to analyzing information, which is what P or perceivers do. Now, look. I, I would disagree violently. Hold your horsies, all of them. I and just, have no horses. Just and let me explain. I can hold the area that got water dripped on it earlier. <laughs> now, listen, you're an INTJ. And INTJs, of course, are known for um, their analytical approach to many topics. Uh, just put, put that on pause for just a second. I'm trying. Because what P-types do in their perceiving I tend to label it negatively because it can feel like P-types get too bogged down in possibilities to make decisions. Okay. Whereas I appreciated that in his description of it, he was saying actually what P-types are doing is they're analyzing all of the choices instead of being Mm -hmm. quick to judge and make that choice to move forward with action. 
That's why okay. P's and J's are so different in taking action. J's are a lot more quick. And it look, an INTJ is going to make... I don't think that's fair. Just let me finish what I'm saying. Okay. An INTJ is going to come to their course of action in a vastly different way than, let's say, an ESFJ is. Sure. Okay? Every type would. Not every type would. Every type is going to come to a course of action in their own way yes. and speed. Okay. That's fair. But what he's saying is that, and it, in my experience with the J and P difference, is that J's are compelled to take action. P's are compelled to analyze, and I think this might be why an ENTP would be so great in the CIA, to analyze all the different possibilities. If you're a spy working for an intelligence agency and they want you to really spend a lot of time thinking about how all of the, how a, a mission could be carried out, mm -hmm. I can see how a P-type would be hugely helpful. This is... Am I allowed to talk now? Is it my turn yet? Or I are just, we still peri, hmm. peri P pause? Okay, I will let you speak now. I'll allow it. You'll allow it? Yes. Okay. I feel like it's an unfair assumption that because I have a J in my name that that means I'm quick and rash and must act and do a thing and that I won't consider alternatives yeah, I'm letting you finish. I have thoughts, but I'm letting you okay. finish. Okay. Um, as I would look at myself, at least, which is, in fact, the one human I know best, mm -hmm. or worst, I guess, depending on how you want to view it, but I feel like I know myself pretty well, my desire to reach a judgment isn't necessarily to take action. My desire to reach a judgment is most often around a perspective of safety. Not necessarily action, but safety and preparedness. So if we want to come to judgment from the perspective of looking at another human mm -hmm. or just a situation that we find ourselves in or something, then the, I want to quickly assess to say, where is the danger? How should I be prepared so to, that if things unfold in a certain way, that I and my people are whole? Okay. At the end of this situation. Well, that's... But it's not true. that I'm out to proactively do a bunch of stuff. Now, that is true. Or things. Stuff or things. In a in a sliver of the holistic pie, then <laughs> it's your life. Mm -hmm. um, Kyle Pie. This is also... This episode's brought to you by Kyle Pie. <laughs> Maybe that should be the episode It's the title. worst pie ever. It's bitter. <laughs> it tastes like old cigar smoke. <laughs> I think what you just described is more of a function of your Enneagram six wing from your five talking. Sixes are No, you can't you can't cross Oh I can't uh, just because I systems. Can, just because the I CIA can uses just one. That's it. Just as the Briggs and Myers and Myers and Briggs, and that's it. Just because I speak more than one language doesn't mean I'm confined to those languages in your conversation with you. No, but truly, sixes are preoccupied with safety. Um, and so it's interesting Thanks. that you pick... That was a kind way of saying I'm a, You're an I'm a neurotic five. freak. 
your five, you have a, a six wing. Every five does. They have a four wing and a six wing. This is your six wing speaking. Wait till you see my seven wing. <laughs> it's dirty. When you, when you were describing... <laughs> When you were describing the safety thing, though, I mean, you make a lot of decisions about your business that are not directly related to keeping your people whole. Oh, you were completely wrong about that. One of one of my driving uh, – it's not by choice. It's involuntary. One of my driving forces is my people. Okay. And there's, there's no decision – that I make that's absent of a consideration for my people. Mm -hmm. And that's not even intentional. I can't always point to how it was as I'm going in, but certainly in the aftermath, especially when I've made a decision that feels less ideal than what I thought should have been what I would have, whatever could mm -hmm. have done, would have done. Yeah. Um, it's like, Oh, well you did that because of a consideration for your people that was so natural and so inbuilt that, Okay. You just you screwed yourself over, bud. Screwed the pooch. That's can we, disgusting. Can we talk about a decision that is largely unrelated to family? We I'm gonna can try. Okay, let me ask you this. Just yeah. hypothetical. And I want okay. you to be honest. Don't just try to prove right. your point. Listen, don't conflate me with you. How dare you? How dare you, you accurate Briggs, Myers, Myers, Briggs. If you are, if you have thought to yourself, uh, I'd like to order some more cigars. Mm -hmm. You have a place on the web, on the interwebs that you I like to a, go. I have a favorite little cigar hole. Okay, so you're at your cigar hole. You're looking through their offerings. Mm -hmm. You put some things in the cart. You, you see what's on sale. You see what they got. You put some things in your cart. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten, how likely are you to go ahead to and just be like, okay, time to hit buy, or let that cart sit and linger for days or even weeks? Mm, 60, 40 maximally on letting it linger. I've filled a lot of cigar carts in my day. Really? Yep. Okay. This is not a dead air. We're both staring off into space you're, trying to figure you're out. You're like, damn, my point doesn't. My, home now. Well, it's interesting because my experience of you is to be like, you might be looking through your cigars to pick one when evening you're like, I'm running kind of low on cigars. And then like maybe two days later, you'd be like, I made a cigar order mm -hmm. now. But I may have filled the, sure. the cart three or four times. I guess that's the part I don't see. In between. I have a lot of considerations, certainly. And all the time, it's like, hey, bro, what do you want to smoke? That's what I call myself. I call myself bro. What do you want to smoke? And I have a mind towards that. But then because you join me in cigars, then there's always a consideration towards what's in the what's in the humidor now that satisfies what she may or may not want. And so that can change in order. And then depending on what time of the month it is, not that I have cigar cycles, but what time of the month it is, when the paycheck has landed, how finances look in that given month, it may just be, hey – Bro, which is, again, what I call myself, you can smoke what you have because whatever, this month was tighter than last and we're going to wait. Okay. Well, I would welcome Awesome Today, fam, if you know your MBTI. Come in and, and tell me if I'm wrong. I maybe, maybe my whole life is built on a lie and Jays are not as compelled towards action as I, 
I just thought they were. This is this is where I don't give a damn what the consensus opinion is of Jay's mm-hmm. because I am me. Oh, I know. No. And I will be me, and I will do me. Involuntarily, I will do what is me. And that is your four-wing speaking, so... Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> good good for you and four. I know this is your first time on Awesome Today, and I don't want to put you on the spot. What's one of your favorite summer cocktails? Well, if we're talking... Uh, a Jim- dirty 230? <laughs> no, a Jimbo, Jimbo Chico? What did we call him? Um, it's just a Topo Jimbo. Topo Jimbo. Yeah. It's Topo, Topo Chico. Chico and Jim Beam. Yeah. Which we haven't gotten Topo Chico it's, in a long time. It's honestly, it's, uh, it's like a complete knockoff of a knockoff of a knockoff of Seagram's seven and seven. Okay. Except that we didn't use Seagram's. We didn't use seven up. We just used Topo Chico bubbly mineral water and crappy old bottom shelf it's also booze. It's also a kissing cousin to an actual summer cocktail called you Branch know Water. How those cousins love to kiss. Especially have when you ever kissed a cousin? No. Neither have I. Have you ever wanted to? No. Okay. How many? Co- you don't have that many I have cousins. Three cousins. I have lots of cousins. Yes. I can tell you firsthand. I have not wanted to kiss any of them. Okay. Um, it's not to say I haven't. Ranch it's water. It's not to say I have. Ranch water is a summer cocktail. It is tequila. And Topo Chico. I mean, okay. that's it. That's it. That's all it is. That's lazy. I think it sounds delicious. I've never had one, believe it or not. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. Okay. Another thing um, on the list to consider is a good old-fashioned spiked lemonade. I've seen that. I don't like that. Why not? Well, I have a, I have a gentle constitution. Okay. And lemonade's pretty ascetic. And then you throw some booze in there, you can have some real fire belches if you're not careful. Oh. Nobody wants to do that. What if it was vodka, lemonade, fresh lemon juice, honey, and basil leaves? Doesn't that sound delicious? It makes me... I I just... I puked just a little bit in my throat. Okay. Have you ever had a pina colada? Do you like pina coladas? (laughs) And I've had a pina colada. Okay. It's not my favorite. You don't like it? I don't like sugary Is it the sugary things. milkiness? Yeah. Well, here's something interesting. Um, in New Orleans, where it gets real hot in the summer, mm-hmm. hot and humid, as you may recall. They drink a hurricane. Well, okay. It's basically all the boozes mixed together. Right. But there's also a drink, a cocktail known as Milk Punch. Okay. I'd like to punch whoever came up with it. It is... Let's milk see. punch. That sounds It starts invasive. with milk. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And then you mix in bourbon or brandy, sugar, vanilla extract, blend in your favorite fruit, and sprinkle with nutmeg. How do you feel about that for a summer cocktail? I feel like that's more wintry than summery. I don't know. I don't it feels know. heavy. Nutmeg is a heavy winter seasoning. Oh, but they're saying milk punch. Try it this summer. USA Today. I won't. So. I will. Okay. That explains it all. One last one, and this is one that I actually would like to try, is a margarita. Oh, I've had plenty of margaritas, but you know what I haven't ever had? A mezcal margarita. Actually, you have. No. I made it for you. What? Yeah. When? 
I think last summer. I don't know about that. Okay. Well, that's fine. You better make me another to. one just to you make sure. You don't have to believe me. <laughs> yeah. You have to make a picture of him right now. Is and give true? me a straw. Yeah, last summer we did some things with Mezcal. But did you make an actual margarita? I made my version. Okay, I didn't buy the that. store pre-made margarita you mix. You have to use margarita mix to make a real margarita. I agree. Okay, well, let's find out. Let's do some discovery. I already did. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. All right, that's all I got. Um... Oh, we went over an hour this We went week. over an hour. I feel like we've left something. Oh, I'll tell you what we left out. Thursday of, of this past week, we began the series of lasts oh. with our oldest child. Indeed. Thursday of last week was her first last Thursday as a high school student. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm a jerk. You're like, thank God he finally is coming around to seeing. Really good self-aware observations in this episode. Maybe, maybe I'm a jerk, but in fact, maybe I'm brilliant. Okay, because I've made a point daily to wear her out. This is your last. Mm -hmm. This as a this, and you're going to be a shit-ass freshman again. and But very lovingly, I'm no, not wearing her out about it in an ugly way. Yeah. Just really encouraging her to very, very viscerally live these lasts as they occur. Man, what a time. What a time. I know. You remember back yeah, in your final weeks as a high school student and just how surreal and slow and weird everything felt knowing like it's different. It's different. It's different. And then especially, I don't know if this was true for you, for me, like on the heels of actual graduation ceremony, the next day I saw, of course, all of my old friends, all of my current friends in that moment, but everything was different. Yeah. Nothing was ever the same again after I that. I know. It's crazy. And so I just really, I don't know, I've just been really trying to, in my own way, stand alongside her and be like, live each of these moments so full. Don't feel weird because it seems weird. Yeah. Live it. Recognize the the uniqueness of it, the different light that everything is being viewed through and enjoy it. That's right. I'm glad you have been really driving. Yeah, you haven't. You've been half drunk and laying in bed all day. That is not true. Ow, my ribs. My ribs. Um, I'm really glad that you're emphasizing that because Daisy, like her mother, can be a little flighty at times. So So now who's making a lot of bold realizations in an episode? (laughs) That's my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but truly. Which wing is that? It is my. Douche wing. Oh. Okay. It's the the Kyle Briggs personality type system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm glad you've been in- emphasizing it to her. She needs somebody to do that. She does. She needs a lot more as well. You know I'm what? terrified for her going into the world. I mean, we're pointing all of that out to her, but. 
by the time we sit down to record next week, we'll have a high school graduate. Uh, we'll have own. a college freshman is what we'll have. Okay. Yep. I hope you've been saving your pennies. <laughs> hope you have. You got a penny jar, a piggy bank, something. You got a bank we can rob. <laughs> yep. I would rob a bank. Would you rob a bank? Mm, no. Not. What if the probability of getting away with it was 97.7%? That's not going to happen. I, I didn't ask scared. you. If no, I'd be was, too scared. You'd be too scared to do it. Yeah. What if you were with me, we were newly dating, mm-hmm. and on a date, yeah. and we went to the bank, mm-hmm. and I said, everybody on the floor, this is nope. a robbery. No. Would you play along, or would you try to hold me down for the police? don't even know what are you on my team or are you I a traitor be driving the getaway car so you would participate yeah but in the getaway car i can't handle the confrontation okay the so when i tell everybody to get on the floor then i'm going to lean over because i assume you're on my right and yeah. i'm going to lean over to my right and say go get the car running okay and you're gonna you're like okay yeah that's my role all right and i can drive like a bat out of hell i want to i want to make yes you can that's abundantly true i want to make it very clear to everyone listening that's a part of law enforcement. For legal reasons. <laughs> that is a joke. All the reasons <laughs> that I would never rob a bank near where I live. <laughs> so anything that happens in Oklahoma, we had nothing to do with that. I never poop where I eat. That's right. That's right. Now, New Mexico, on the other hand, adjacent. New Mexicans love to poop where they eat. <laughs> okay. Is that what you're saying? No. Let's go around. I don't. Okay. But let's go to the East Coast. Oh, okay. These are financial centers. Yeah. And (laughs) insurance and stuff. They're they're all good. They're like, all right, just take the money and go. Good to know. And then I'll be like, don't put the dye packs in there. I know way too much about that. I know way too much about that. Hey, there's something really important that we've not yet discussed. What? This is the necessity, the requirement, the admonition that everyone have an awesome today would you please do bye